Welcome, America. Fasten your seatbelts. This is the Jay Sheldon Show. YouTube continues its stranglehold, and of course, during an election year, it's going to get worse. Hmm. You can also kiss your private data goodbye and not from the people you might think. And Big Macs, big bucks. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. Happy Thursday. I, I cannot believe it's Thursday already. What, what, what happened to Monday through Wednesday? It's Thursday morning already. I just, wow. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I lost a day or two somewhere along the way. But anyway, yeah, we're uh, we're doing great. We got a, a big, 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 big show for you tonight, uh, today, this morning, whatever, wherever it is that you're watching this, and whatever time zone. A hat tip, a thank you, and a big hearty hi ho to Lazy sixty one four forty six, R Walters, and what I gotta believe is Corleone triple zero. Is that like Don Corleone? Our newest followers. <laughs> Here on Rumble, thank you so much to you guys and gals, and I uh, really appreciate the follow. It it helps the show a lot. Absolutely free for you. Sign up for a free Rumble account. Click that green button that says follow. Give us a thumbs up. We love you. We really do. It means the world to me. Thank you so much. All right. It also means the world to me. Those of you who have made your way over to Blackout Coffee and made a purchase, it not only supports this show, which again, we can't say thank you enough, really. But it supports a company that is all about America, an American first, I, you know what? I don't think I've ever seen a more awake company, not woke, awake, than Blackout Coffee. Get yourself a coffee with some values. Start your day with a hot, fresh, America first cup of amazing Blackout Coffee. I love my Blackout Coffee. They are an active supporter of hardworking Americans just like you. They do everything they can to support our troops, our first responders. Mm. Did I mention they make the most amazing coffee on the planet? <laughs> because it's true. First, they love the country, and that's awesome. But we always support America First companies. They got to make good product. And this company does. They love making this amazing coffee. Premium grade coffee beans, locally sourced from local co-ops, American farmers, absolutely terrific. They are the most non-woke company, like I said, I think I've ever seen. Proud to recommend them. I personally drink four or five, sometimes six, seven cups a day. Order online, you'll get yourself a hell of a deal. And I got you a promo code too for extra Hey, for extra uh, a, a discount, I'll tell you about that in a second. Do me a favor, just order yourself a single bag. That's all you have to do. You know, I mean, you can order more if you want, but I just want you to try it. Just give it a shot, give it a try. A, you're supporting a great American company, and B, you will find you've bought some of the best coffee you can. And this was not planned. Karen Hill. In the chat, good morning to you, Jay. I am drinking 2A right now, and it's amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. There's a live testimonial. 2A is one of their uh, blends over there, and it stands for the Second Amendment. That's what kind of an American company this is. Karen, I'm glad you're loving the coffee. Here's to you, Karen, and thank you. Mm. Hey, that didn't take very long to get delivered either, did it? All right, enjoy. Do me a favor, folks, check out Blackout Coffee. When you go there, use the link in our show notes and use the promo code J20 at checkout. That'll get you a 20% discount off your first order. 20% off absolutely everything on your first order with Blackout Coffee, the promo code J20, J-A-Y 20. And you, just like me and just like Karen, will be enjoying the most amazing cup of coffee you've ever had because it is truly just that good all right youtube we are no longer on youtube 
Originally, when I first started this show, it was a totally different format. In fact, this show was called I'm Not Wearing Pants <laughs> when it started because it started in the beginning of the, of the pandemic. None of us were wearing pants because all you ever saw of, of anybody was from here to there. So we just, I'm not wearing pants now. I'm wearing shorts. Doesn't matter. Nobody can see. Anyway, the original iteration of this show was just a mosh of all kinds of crazy crap. And uh, we had a lot of fun doing it. Um, <laughs> we were live on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Rumble all at the same time. And then they started censoring. And I said, nope. Not going to put up with that crap. So goodbye, Twitch. Goodbye, Facebook. And most importantly, good freaking riddance, YouTube, you commie bastards. We are live exclusively on Rumble, where we will always be. Long as I got breath in my body, we'll be doing this show. And we will be bringing you the truth as best as we can. We will be bringing you reports on what's going on, the news people don't want you to hear, ways to help protect our children, which is one of our big focuses on this show, and ways to warn you about the kind of censorship they are shoving down your throat. The CEO of YouTube, this moron, has... Now, let me preface this. We are in an election year. We're about nine months out from an election. So the censorship, the mis- and disinformation brigade, they are going to be out in full, full force. Trust me on this one. You are going to see censorship, including what they're trying to do with the Tucker Carlson interview, which, by the way, is going to pop tonight, 6 o'clock Eastern time, 6 tonight. Don't miss it on X. Tucker's interview with uh, Vladimir Putin. The CEO of, of Facebook has vowed to censor hate speech and boost authoritative sources in recommendations when people are looking for election news in 2024. Now, whose definition of hate speech? Whose authoritative sources? Of course, the left, the legacy media, the people who've been feeding you bullcrap for most of your life. Those, my, my viewers are smart enough. I know you've tuned that crap off. All that CBS, ABC, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, whatever crap. Please tell me that except for the entertainment value, you don't watch that, or at least you don't rely on it for your source of news. That's what YouTube's going to be doing. Delineus. Hey, welcome into the chat, Delineus. Thank you for uh, joining us. He says, yeah, I can detect censorship pretty damn quickly and what direction it takes. YouTube has always been a prime offender. Boy, you are right about that. They mean sources where they write the teleprompter text and approve or deny what to cover and the slant. I don't get cable TV. I canceled my cable TV years ago. It's been five, six years, maybe more. Absolutely no satellite, no cable access in this house, whatever. Don't want it. Don't need it. These people are going to continue to do that. Here's this idiot CEO who's threatened your access to information. YouTube, if you want to go over and watch Dancing Cats, you know, okay, personal confession, I do watch YouTube a lot. You know what I watch? Online gambling shows like Vegas Man and Brian Christopher and Slot Queen. I, I told you before, I'm addicted to slot machines. I love heading to the casino and wasting a bunch of money on slot machines. I know it's the best way to lose your money fast, but I love it and I'm addicted. I'm smart about it though, but I love those shows on YouTube. It's about all I do watch. Maybe you a few UFO docos, things like that. Wow. Karen, we are exclusively streamers as well. Good on you. All right. 
Anyway, back to this unbelievable. Neil Mohan, who's the CEO of YouTube, posts up on the company blog just in time, well in advance, to reiterate the giant platform's policies about the upcoming elections. Even though his letter is supposed to deal with the four big bets for 2024, the bit concerning the elections is very interesting. Given the ramifications of YouTube's previous restrictive approach, unprecedented levels of censorship. You know, one of our streamer, our co-streamers here on, uh, on Rumble is Viva Fry. Fantastic. I follow him on X. He does a great, great posting. He does a great live show and makes great posts on Rumble. If you're not following Viva X, you should because he's great. Another one, Russell Brand. Love Russell Brand. I don't always agree with his points of view, but I love what he does. He's got a big audience on YouTube, but he is trying to wean them off onto Rumble, where he can speak freely. In fact, what he does, this is brilliant, he starts off streaming on Rumble and YouTube for about 15 minutes on YouTube and then drives his whole audience over to Rumble. While he's, during those 15 minutes, he can't say crap. He is so limited because of this idiotic YouTube censorship restriction garbage. He basically just spends that 15 minutes talking about stuff and whatever, milk toast, bland, bleh. And then he says, everybody go over to Rumble, shuts off his YouTube and hits it hard, which is what a lot of people are gonna have to do. Get off YouTube, get off YouTube, get off YouTube. In case you're worried things might get better, don't. YouTube will use its massive resources and the way the platform is structured, search, recommendations, and it will basically wipe out what it chooses to consider hate speech, its version of hate speech. That could be you saying something about how the 2020 election was stolen or how the Democrats are going to try and their damnedest to steal this next one. And at the same time, boosting authoritative sources. Yeah, what, CNN, MSNBC, are those your authoritative sources? The DNC? <laughs> this is going to be done when users search for topics related to the elections. He talks up all the importance of creators and how YouTube intends to make their YouTube businesses even better. Let me give you a little suggestion, Mr. Mohan. Stop the censorship bullshit and you will give us a brilliant experience, but you won't. One glaring failure of omission in this pitch explaining what happens to creators and their content and their channels, often which have been built up over years in some cases. When they cross the line, some sort of invisible censorship woo-woo-hoo-hoo -hoo, drawn by Google's video behemoth YouTube. Demonetization, deplatforming, disappearing. Toe the line, or we'll pull your pocketbook. We'll take you down. Why? Anybody who's doing some sort of opinion-based show, or fact-based show for that matter, why anyone would still be on YouTube is beyond me absolutely beyond me. You are wasting your time. Move it over here to rumble. No censorship. Long as it's legal, say what you want. And by the way, to the liberals listening, welcome. Get an account, start a channel, 
and you can spout all your liberal garbage all you want, and no one's going to censor you. Imagine that. I can sit here and do a conservative live stream five days a week. A lot of other creators can too and do. And you know what? You are welcome here too. Absolutely. You want to just bitch and complain and, oh, it's all full of conservative uh, right-wing nut job, blah, 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 Alex Jones, blah, 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 Dan Bongino, blah, blah. Stop complaining and do something. Put your money where your mouth is. Walk the walk. There is nothing, nothing stopping you from opening up your own account, starting your own show. What are you waiting for? We're waiting for you. You are more than welcome here. See, that's the difference between us and them. We welcome, absolutely we welcome them. They don't welcome us. Wow. Chat's going crazy here. Delineous. If I pay a subscription, no ads, so they chose poorly. That goes for Google search too. All the same censorship is present in the search results. Well, you're right. You know, if there's any way you can avoid, and I know it's nearly impossible to avoid Google. They have their icy little slimy fingers in everything. But I have, for the most part, I have de-Googled my life. Can't do it entirely. It's just impossible. But for the most part, I have de-Googled myself. All right. The Mail Online did this story. The link is in our show notes. And it is, it's not the first time. That's the saddest part of all. You see this gentleman here? He was once a standout, amazing football star. Brian Banks. This is him shedding a tear after his rape conviction was dismissed. He was just 16 years old when a classmate accused him of kidnapping and raping her. He spent six years in prison for a rape that never happened. He was at one time one of the most sought after high school uh, football players in the country. The rape charges dismissed after his accuser said it never happened. He's now 26 years old. He spent six years behind bars for something that never happened. Collapsed in sobs in a California court hearing as the prosecutor quickly conceded the decade-old case and moved for a dismissal. There are no words in any language, no gesture in any culture that can explain or describe what I've been through, said Mr. Banks. I hope my story brings light to a major flaw in the judicial system. Juanetta Gibson, the woman who falsely accused this man, added him as a friend on Facebook when he left prison with a tag. In a message, she explained she wanted to let bygones be bygones. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Lady, you deserve at least to spend six years of your life behind bars for falsely accusing Mr. Banks. How about that? How about you get some prison stripes and handcuffs and spend six years of your life in prison? Only in this case, it'll be for something that you did do. You lied. You destroyed this man's career and life. 
six years in prison for something you knew from the start it never happened we need laws on our books folks we need laws that do not currently exist by the way unbelievable unbelievable here he is in court when the charges were dismissed the accuser contacted him directly said the the rape never happened this woman needs to go to prison we need laws in this country because this is not the first time and it will absolutely I promise you not be the last disgusting believe all women yeah uh, no thanks as if that weren't enough this is almost the same kind of story but I'm going to have to say worse. A transgender daycare worker from Kentucky, Maria Childers, he will not be going to prison. Get this. This sick pervert pled guilty to abusing a baby while changing its diaper. He hired a trans activist lawyer who argued if he went to prison, he wouldn't have access to estrogen. Absurd on its face. Even more absurd the court agreed, reduced his bond from 100,000 to 5,000, and released him, downgrading his felony sexual abuse of a minor charge to a misdemeanor and dropping all other abuse charges. This sick, you know what, pled guilty, dropped all the other charges, had his felony reduced to a misdemeanor, and off he goes to prey on more of our children. Well, I don't know where specifically in Kentucky this happened. But if you are in Kentucky, a man who goes by the name of Maria Childers is a danger to your children, including babies. This man should be in prison for the rest of his life. Sick. Unbelievable. We were talking about search engines, uh, Delinius and Karen are talking about DuckDuckGo. You know, I have read somewhere that DuckDuckGo also does quite a bit of censoring their search results. It's not YouTube, so can't be that bad. But be careful. I researched that. I have heard that... Uh, that DuckDuckGo is also a bit sensory when it comes to some of the search results. Uh, prison? No. Mob justice. Can't advocate violence, folks. I really can't. But if there ever was a justification, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> you want more justice? Well, you're not going to get it 
from the DHS chief, the should be impeached and out of a job, if not in prison, Mayorkas, get this crap. Americans killed by illegals should not be politicized. Dude, your job is hanging on by the thinnest of threads. I think you might just want to shut up, sit down, and sit this one out. According to the DHS secretary, criminal Mayorkas, American deaths at the hands of illegal aliens shouldn't be politicized. Long profile by the Post, Washington Post this week. Featured as a victim of attacks by Republican lawmakers. One of the reasons House Republicans have tried to impeach Mayorkas is the federal government's inability to protect Americans from illegals. They are looting and robbing and raping and, in some cases, murdering. Americans. For example, Mayorkas recalled having to face angel mom Elisa Tambunga. We talked about this story a couple nights ago. Tambunga and her seven-year-old daughter killed in a crash in Texas with a drunk driving illegal Mayorkas says, don't politicize it. It is political. What do you think they're doing here? How do you think they made it into the country? What would have happened if you'd done your job and stopped them at the border? That mother and daughter would have been alive today. But no, you have blood on your hands, sir. And frankly, sir, is a bit too much respect. You don't deserve it. Dick Durbin's back in the news. <laughs> oh, this man is an idiot. This is from Breitbart. Links in our show notes. Senator Durbin is jeopardizing your consumer data with his new credit bill. This is insane. You've got to read this article. There's the moron now. Seven hundred eighty thousand data records lost through breaches and hacking efforts every single day. You still going to say you don't need a VPN? In our show notes, you'll find a link to NordVPN. You really need a VPN, and Nord is one of the best. We trust financial institutions. There are laws on the books that require banks, credit unions, to invest billions in data security. They know the importance of protecting their customers' sensitive information. However, something you may not have thought about, the same people who have virtually the same information and don't give a fat rat's ass about your privacy. Who am I talking about? Megastores, Walmart, Target, Home Depot. They value profit over the interest of your private data. A new bill sponsored by Senators Dick Durbin and Roger Marshall is threatening to put power directly in their hands. People like Walmart, Target, they don't give a crap about your privacy. All they care about is making bucks. Bottom line, folks, capitalism at its best, nothing wrong with that. But your private financial data, they've got it. 
And these greedy bastards are willing to compromise Americans' data security to skyrocket their profits. This bill proposes to upend the current credit card system. It would allow cards to be routed on alternative networks. Now, you might see this as a bit ominous, and rightfully so. Their megastore allies, all they see is ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. This alteration would allow them to cut corners and turn to a cheaper, less secure router. And there goes all your information. And unlike banks and credit unions, they don't have to invest in these security measures. They're not required to by law. And they don't give a crap. Find out more. Read this article. It's in our show notes. Find out more about this. Contact your representative. Tell them you call bullshit. You will not support this. And neither should they. And then keep an eye on it, folks, because all that data out there in the hands of the banks, credit union, fine. The laws exist to protect your data. Home Depot, Walmart, Target? Nope. Absolutely not. Scary. Have you had a Big Mac lately? Paid more? You're going to. Great article from Breitbart. Consumers are weary. McDonald's shares tumble after executives acknowledge price inflation. Look at that mess. You know what? That's probably the most accurate representation of a Big Mac I've seen. Instead of the ones that they, you know, they do with the the ones made to look nice. McDonald's executives finally acknowledge their $18 Big Mac meals, wow, and other inflated prices are off-putting low-income consumers, which is a large part of McDonald's market. CFO Ian Borden said, we know consumers are more wary or weary of pricing. CEO Chris Kemzinski said McDonald's customers, especially those making less money, are placing smaller orders than in previous years. Folks, dump McDonald's anyway because it's all just absolutely crap food. But if you must, be prepared. A Big Mac burger, medium beverage, and a medium fry meal now costs, in some locations, $18. Up 10 bucks from 2018 when Trump was in office. Now, I'm, please, I'm not crediting Trump for a low Big Mac price, okay? Just a fact. Wow. $10 increase since 2018 on a Big Mac meal. Damn. How do people, I mean, and this is supposed to be cheap crap. Well, it is cheap crap food, but it ain't so cheap anymore. Damn. Unbelievable. <coughs> oh, <clears throat> you're going to love this one. <laughs> We have quite possibly found the dumbest person on the planet. I, we, we find a lot of these people. So let's narrow the scope. How about the dumbest rapper on the planet? Dumb interviews are not rare these days. They happen all the time. TikTok is full of them. 
But over at Daily Caller, they've stumbled on what appears to be the most unintelligent musician of all time. This is Sukihana. I don't know, not a fan, don't like rap. Apparently, she's very popular, also a reality TV star, OnlyFans creator. Ugh. Anyway, she sat down with this woman, Bobby Althoff, who runs a podcast called The Really Good Podcast, <laughs> during which she revealed she didn't know the meaning of the word musician even though she is one. This incredibly stupid woman and this incredibly frustrating interview, which anybody, you and I, with a IQ, you know, in the three digits, <laughs> I tell you what, you know what, the best way probably is just simply to play it Listen, you gotta listen to this. What do you know? That you're a musician. So that's why I'm interviewing you today, so I can get to know you. So I'm a musician. Mm-hmm. What the fuck that mean? Make magic or something? What is musician? I think that's, I think you're confusing that. Yeah, I'm not no musician. I, I make music. I make I, music. I, um, and that's not all I do. I make music, I act. I'm a TV star too, a young mogul. Uh-huh. I, just really quick, I think you're confusing. I'm not confusing nothing because I, you you don't know. I, you thought that all I was was a magician or whatever the fuck you said. See, that's what I think you think I said. No, I said musician, I not what, magician. I don't think, baby. But, I don't think. Yeah. What is that? That's ghetto. I don't think. There you go. Doesn't think. So you you think? I didn't say magician, Suki. I said musician. And I think you are a musician. No, baby. I do music. So you just really, just really quick. For the record, could you say you don't think you're a musician? I'm not none of that. But then after that, you just said, I do music. Yeah, I do music. So, in other yeah. words, you're a musician. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> what do you- <sighs> I'm sorry that I played that for you. Because... As the famous meme clip says, everyone who watches that is now dumber for having seen it. I do music, but I'm not a musician. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> everyone, all of us, even me, our IQ points, you could feel it dropping. She makes money doing this too, by the way. <laughs> oh, God help us all. Seriously. Seriously, clown world. An absolute clown world. Let's get over it. Let's get on with something else. Let's read a book. We, uh... <laughs> we spend the last part of these shows reading classic children's literature. Um, we've done tons of books. Wizard of Oz, Alice in Wonderland, White Fang, Peter Pan, Winnie the Pooh. And uh, we've been doing Treasure Island. We start at the very beginning and work our way through, reading a little piece of a chapter at a time till we get all the way to the end. And then we start a new one. However, I want your help. I've watched the numbers go up and down. Quite a few people do stick with it. I don't know if you just, you're running the show anyway and it's noise in the background. And But people do stick with it. They do listen to me reading these books. I just see some drops in the numbers where I'm thinking maybe we should just fill up the last 15 minutes or so with more content as opposed to reading these books. Please let me know. Put it in the chat. Put a comment down below if you're watching this on the replay. Do you enjoy 
the book reading. You want me to continue it? In which case, you've got probably another three or four days when we finish this one, whether or not we will suspend our book reading, fill up the rest of the time with some more content, or continue on. Just let me know. You can either put it in the live chat right now, or if, like I said, if you're watching this on the VOD, put a comment down below. You can also always email me, you know, show at jsheldon.com is our email, always checking that. And all of my social media is all right there in the show notes. You can find it down below. Send me a PM on any of those platforms. Happy to talk with you and chit chat. All right, so it's Robert Louis Stevenson's amazing book, Treasure Island, and let's dig in. We're very close to the end. I think just one more chapter after this one to go. A gentle slope ran up from the beach to the entrance of the cave. At the top, the squire met us. To me, he was cordial and kind, saying nothing of my escapade, either in the way of blame or praise. At Silver's polite salute, somewhat flushed. John Silver, he said, you're a prodigious villain and an imposter. Monstrous imposter, sir. I am told I am not to prosecute you. Well then, I will not. But the dead men, sir, hang about your neck like millstones. Thank you kindly, sir, replied Long John, again saluting. I dare you to thank me, cried the squire. It is a gross dereliction of my duty. Stand back. And thereupon, we all entered the cave. It was a large, airy place with a little spring and a pool of clear water overhung with ferns. The floor was sand, before a big fire lay Captain Smollett, and in a far corner, only duskily flickered over by the blaze, I beheld great heaps of coin, <coughs> quadrilaterals built of bars of gold. That was Flint's treasure that we had come so far to seek and that had already cost the lives of 17 men from the Hispaniola. How many had it cost in the amassing? What blood, what sorrow, what good ships scuttled on the deep, what brave men walking the plank blindfold, what shot of cannon, what shame, lies, cruelty, perhaps no man alive could tell. Yet there were still three upon that island, Silver, Old Morgan, and Ben Gunn, who had each taken his share in these crimes, as each had hoped in vain to share in the reward. Come in, Jim, said the captain. You're a good boy in your line, Jim, but I don't think you and me will go to sea again. You're too much of the born favorite for me. Is that you, John Silver? What brings you here, man? Come back to my duty, sir, returned Silver. Ah, said the captain. And that was all he said. What a supper I had of it that night with all my friends around me. And what a meal it was with Ben Gunn's salted goat, some delicacies, and a bottle of old wine from the Hispaniola. Never, I am sure, were people gayer or happier. And there was Silver, sitting back almost out of the firelight, but eating heartily, prompt to spring forward when anything was wanted, even joining quietly in our laughter. The same bland, polite, obsequious seaman of the voyage out. Chapter 34, which is called, And Last. The next morning, we fell early to work for the transportation of this great mass of gold near a mile by land to the beach and thence three miles by boat to the Hispaniola, 
was a considerable task for so small a number of workmen. The three fellows still abroad on the island did not greatly trouble us. A single sentry on the shoulder of the hill was sufficient to ensure us against any sudden onslaught, and we thought, besides, they'd had more than enough of fighting. Therefore the work was pushed on briskly. Gray and Ben Gunn came and went with the boat, while the rest, during their absences, piled treasure on the beach. Two of the bars, slung on a rope's end, made a good load for a grown man, one that he was glad to walk slowly with. For my part, as I was not much use at carrying, I was kept busy all day in the cave, packing the minted money into bread bags. It was a strange collection, like Billy Bones' hoard for the diversity of coinage, but so much larger, so much more varied than I think I have ever had more pleasure in sorting them. English, French, Spanish, Portuguese, Georges and the Louises, doubloons, double guineas, moidores and sequins, the pictures of all the kings of Europe. For the last hundred years, strange oriental pieces stamped with what looked like wisps of string or bits of spider web, round pieces and square pieces, pieces bored through the middle as if to wear them round your neck, Nearly every variety of money in the world must, I think, have found a place in that collection. And for number, I'm sure they were like autumn leaves, so that my back ached with stooping and my fingers with sorting them out. Day after day this work went on. By every evening a fortune had been stowed aboard. But there was another fortune waiting for the morrow, and all this time we heard nothing of the three surviving mutineers. At last, I think it was on the third night, the doctor and I were strolling on the shoulder of the hill where it overlooks the lowlands of the isle, when from out of the thick darkness below, the wind brought us a noise between shrieking and singing. Only a snatch that reached our ears, followed by the former silence. Heaven forgive them, said the doctor. Tis the mutineers. All drunk, sir, struck in the voice of Silver from behind us. Silver, I should say, was allowed his entire liberty, and in spite of daily rebuffs, seemed to regard himself once more as quite a privileged and friendly dependent. Indeed, it was remarkable how well he bore these slights and with what unweary politeness he kept at trying to ingratiate himself with all. Yet, I think, none treated him better than a dog, unless it was Ben Gunn, who was still terribly afraid of this old quartermaster, or myself, would really something to thank him for, although for that matter I suppose I had reason to think even worse of him than anybody else, for I'd seen him mediating a fresh treachery upon the plateau. Accordingly, it was a pretty gruffy that the doctor answered him, Drunk or raving, said he. Right you were, sir, replied Silver, and precious little odds which to you and me. I suppose you would hardly ask me to call you a humane man, returned the doctor with a sneer, and so my feelings may surprise you. Master Silver, if I were sure they were raving, as I'm morally certain one, at least of them is down with fever, I should leave this camp, and at whatever risk to my own carcass, take them the assistance of my skills. Ask your pardon, sir. You would be very wrong, quoth Silver. You'd lose your precious life, and you may lay to that. I'm on your side now, hand and glove, and I shouldn't wish to see the party weakened, let alone yourself, seeing as I know what I owes you. 
But those men down there, they couldn't keep their word. No, not supposing they wished to. And what's more, they couldn't believe as you could. No, said the doctor. You're the man to keep your word. We know that. Well, that was about the last news we had of the three pirates. Only once we heard a gunshot a great way off and supposed them to be hunting. A council was held and it was decided we must desert them on the island to the huge glee, I must say, of Ben Gunn, and with the strong approval of Gray. We left a good stock of powder and shot, bulk of the salt goat, few medicines, some other necessities, tools, clothing, a spare sail, a fathom or two of rope, and by the particular desire of the doctor, a handsome present of tobacco. That was about our last doings on the island. Before that, we'd got the treasure stowed, had shipped enough water and remainder of the goat meat in case of any distress, and at last, one fine morning, we weighed anchor, which about all we could manage, and stood out of the north inlet, the same colors flying the captain had flown and fought under at the Palisades. And that's where we're going to close it off for today. We will continue on, and I think probably finish up this book in the next day, maybe two. So please do, by the way, let us know. If you enjoy the reading of these uh, books, we'll continue. You can either put a comment down below in the comments. Our live chat's going to end here in a minute once we sign out. And uh, hey, Amreb, all right, good to see you in there, bud. I, uh, I replied your email, by the way. Okay. Anyway, if you'd like to see us continue with these books, we will. Happy to. Plenty of good books out there to read. If not, let us know that too, and uh, we'll just fill up the rest of the show with some more crappy content. <laughs> All right, folks, that's it. Enjoy your Thursday, and we will see you again tomorrow for the Friday edition. Be sure and hit the follow button, the thumbs up. Check out our great sponsors. Go buy something, would you? Help support the show and help support our sponsors. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday, folks. You just heard the Jay Sheldon Show. Join us Monday through Friday here on Rumble. Thanks for watching. Snort. <laughs>